Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. To the Shutdown Full Cast, you are listening to the internet's only college football podcast. I am joined, as I am every week, by Ryan Nanny, Hi. by Holly Anderson, and by Michael Serber on the ones and twos. Hello. Jason Kirk uh, will not be joining us this week as he is getting his goofy head grafted on for Epcot citizenship. Yep. But which country is goofy? And which part of the body? <sighs> What what oh, shit. what country do you what country do you It's got to be it's got to be Epcot country. It does have to be an Epcot country. country. I'm going to say Norwegian goofy for Jason. Goofy. 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 Gorsh. Goofy kind of sounds Norwegian, doesn't he? <laughs> you know, he's like a tall dude. Norway's a real good call for him. If not Norway, then Goofy is French. Goofy. Goofy. Yeah, mm. yeah, but, Spanish, but not Parisian French. Like, Mm-mm. no, he'd be like Jerry Lewis French, right? Because like yeah. the French, yeah, Epcot French. Yeah, the the French were like the French would ascribe lofty qualities to his physical comedy that simply did not exist. Right? He's mm-hmm. like this devastating critique of the bourgeoisie and their endless striving is indicative of everything Goofy is when he is Flaubert. learning the recreations. Yeah. Flaubert, have you seen this Flaubert? It is a <laughs> magical substance. You saying there's is. a Flaubert? <laughs> This brilliant satire of skiing is more than slapstick. Yeah. Okay, Learning to Ski is the best Disney movie ever made. It is. It really is the best Gustav, Disney Gustav, they have made a whole movie about you. They've turned you into a bouncy substance. 
When he says Yahoo hoo hoo, it really there is a it is a cry of pain and amusement. I'm pretty sure this is on Disney Plus year round, by the way. So if you don't know what we're talking about, go watch the like 1954 educational cartoon they made with Goofy about learning to ski. Yes, or as they call it for some reason, sheing. It's because they're it's a joke. They're they're trying to be British. It's so good. Yes, I wanted to open. Do not be alarmed. It is only fresh air. Um, by giving an update on an important criminal case, a serious legal case in the in world of the NCAA, uh, which is about Jim Harbaugh at the University of Michigan. Uh, so Jim Harbaugh was initially suspended for four games and mm, then decided... Mm, wrong. Mm? Wrong. Ryan, Wrong. can you take over here? Thanks. Three? Ryan, can initially, you take over Initially, initially wasn't no. it four. Ryan, initially, can you take he over wasn't, here? Initially, he wasn't suspended for anything. Initially, Michigan and the NCAA had worked towards a negotiated resolution by which he would serve a four-game suspension. But, seemingly on the NCAA side of things, and not the stubborn Jim Harbaugh side of things, that uh, agreement fell apart. And it didn't look like there would be any uh, any games missed, this season at least. Then what happened? Then, yesterday? I think it was yesterday. Something like this. We're recording on Tuesday, August 22nd. Michigan decided, as part of some self-imposed penalties, uh, to, to impose a three-game suspension <clears throat> of uh, James Har- Harrison Harbaugh. I don't think that's his middle name, but it's fun to say. It's Jehoshaphat. Um, oh, sorry. I'm pretty um, sure. And and yeah, that's where. It, but now we have to see like what will the NCAA do with that? Maybe three is fine. It seems weird that three would be fine if four was a number that they didn't like before. Mm. But I don't know. So that's where we're at. So three we got to go with. We've got to go with what we're. We got to work with what we've. Got here the best available information that we have at the moment. And can you remind us again, uh, anybody, what the first three games of that Michigan schedule are? Oh, God. All right. <clears throat> I, I... Jason has already run through this at length, but uh, I feel I like can, I, to... I can provide accurate information sure, here. I'm positive. Okay, because last time, not so much. I yes. know who the first game is. The first game on Saturday, September 2nd is going to be at home against East Carolina. Yep. The second game is also going to be at home against UNLV. Yep. And then in the return of the savior, Scott Leffler, uh, the Bowling Green is going to be visiting Ann Arbor. Okay, so if... Man, if you bought home tickets to, to Michigan games this year, woof, what a fucking lineup you have been given. The other home games are Rutgers... Indiana, Purdue, and then the Ohio State game at the end of the year. Sorry, I just had to note that. I'm loving it. <laughs> Speaking of which, the NCAA and Michigan have started to kind of push back on the notion, um, perhaps because it is stupid, that Harbaugh is being suspended in any way, shape, or form because he ate two half-pound burgers for breakfast with recruits and then lied about it. In my opinion, uh, our, 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 I'm going to stand by our reporting here because it's funny. 
and say that this is exactly what's happening. And I believe the punishment should fit the crime. Mm-hmm. I believe the punishment should fit the crime. And I believe that Michigan as a football team will be just fine for this first three weeks without their beloved skipper. But he's suspended from coaching. I don't see anything in here that says he's suspended from the student section. Mm-hmm. Correct. And this is where I started. And this, and I've, I've come up with just like a helpful list of tasks to, uh, you know, just to, to give him something to do, to give him a sense of purpose. If there's one thing that we know uh, Coach Harbaugh is known for, it is his aimlessness. Uh, went away from the football field. So we like, he's a working dog. We got to give him a task. And we also want the team and the community to know that he's not far. Like Elf on a Shelf, if Elf on a Shelf had weird fucking opinions about abortion. Are you proposing a, like a three week long, like a fortnight and a half, what I'm never forget? A, a list, a list of ideas. List of ideas here. Okay. Uh, idea one. And this is just in the order that I wrote them down. I have already submitted this to the Michigan Board of Regents. I have not heard back at this time. I'll let you know if I do. Uh, idea one is Harbaugh dresses as the Hamburglar and throws cheeseburgers as as though he was as, as out of a t-shirt cannon, perhaps, to the capacious and roaring student section at the big house for these first three games. Okay, yeah, like it. Um, idea two, Harbaugh dresses as a cheeseburger himself. Mayor McCheese. Uh, Between these two giant yellow M companies, it's hard to guess which one is more litigious uh, with its trademark. So I would never suggest that he um, that he directly uh, take on uh, the a copyrighted character, and also the thought of him as a civil servant is a nightmarish one. Yeah, that said, I bet Bur- if you if he dresses the Burger King, Burger King wouldn't say shit. No, Burger no, King would be, be like, "Thank you so much." Burger King's got their own problems. I, think. I actually wouldn't be mad if the entire for the ECU game if the entire uh, Michigan roster came out in Burger King masks mm. <laughs> to show support. That's good. That's good. We're adding to the list. We're adding to the list. But the one some V for is- Vendetta. <laughs> That's but I, I wanted to really do something for the fans because we all know we have a huge swath of Michigan partisans that listen to this show, uh, that turn up for us at the Charity Bowl, that turn up for us in person uh, at our live show in Ann Arbor, still my favorite show we've ever done, uh, who uh, welcome us into their, into their homes, uh, into their tailgates time after time. And we wanted to give you guys a little, a, a little bolstering, a little bucking up for these first three games of the season. And that's where I got the idea of, well, how do we usually memorialize these things? With with patches, right? Well, patches are tricky, and I don't necessarily want you to mess up your finest Canada goose or whatever it is you guys wear in September up there. I don't really know. It's hot. Probably not Canada goose. Maybe Canada goose with the sleeves cut off. Um, But at any rate, that could compromise the insulation. So this is where I hit upon the idea of uh, helmet decals. We get little cheeseburger helmet decals. Um, and we pass them out to we pass them out to our friends to be distributed uh, in the stands uh, amongst your Greek organizations. If anybody wants to get them into the locker room and put them on the actual helmets, yeah, uh, just Michigan running out there with a maybe it says Jim and the block letter and, and then the the little block letter is the Golden Arches. No, you put the Harbaugh glasses on the burger. Oh my God! There yeah. It is. See, yeah. In, in my head, it was going to be shirtless Jim but with giant cheeseburger head 
seconds. Okay. Okay. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's a tattoo we can all commit to getting. Like some church Silent Hill nightmare bullshit. <laughs> I'm picturing it in like a tasteful Brad Bird watercolor. That'd be good too. Not Brad yeah. Bird. Who's the artist? Brandon yeah, no, Bird. Thank yeah, you. Bird. Brad Bird's yeah. the director. Yeah. Um, server fix that. <laughs> <laughs> Super gave you the same look that a dog gives you when it's like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Just a racial slur flies out of your mouth and you're like, server, fix that. What the fuck? <laughs> any of us might do. No, any of us might not do that. What you I'll, I'll bring it back right when Spencer said that you said a racial slur. No, 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 no. <laughs> Thanks Whoa. for making it worse, Spencer. Yeah. So anyway, I, th- I think the I think the cheeseburger glasses um, combo is a go, and hopefully by the time you hear this tomorrow, we should have um, we should have a reasonable facsimile of this up in the shutdown full shop at preownedairboats.com. Preownedairboats.com. Buy 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 handfuls and handfuls of these lovingly homemade. Mailed to you by the internet Harbaugh stickers. If you order them uh, as soon as possible, they should uh, they should almost certainly get to you by, by the, the end of the suspension. <laughs> Listen, we we promise not to send you prescription medicine. Oh, this year why? so far. Why would you promise that? And so because so far we've delivered on that. Oh, we I guess so. delivered as right. it were. Yeah. So, but that's no, but but when he comes back. That's when we introduced the some gave all with a hand, hold, mm-hmm. hand holding the burger. It's 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 all gave it's all gave some and a one pound burger in the hand and it's some gave all and a, and a, a one pound burger in the other hand. Okay. So it's not like for you immediately. Sliders, you gotta have some variety there. Sliders. Um, should we do a little? Should we do a little podcast business while we're at it? That was for the Jerry O'Connell heads out there. Yeah, let's. Podcast business. Podcast business. What's the business? Podcast business, podcast business. I wish the dog would what? shut up because she's interrupting the podcast. <laughs> you sang me onto the one and three. How yeah, that was pretty that? cruel of him. I noticed <laughs> that. That was so mean. I like um, Harry Connick Jr. I'm just throwing extra measures in there. To get first, the he says you're uttering racial slurs. Then he puts you on the one and three. He's really, really trying to put you in a bad spot, Holly. Spencer, who is bringing our audience this week's episode? Oh, this episode is brought to you by Coors Light. That's Mountain Fresh Refreshment. Made to oh, chill. You fucked it up already. That's fine. It was, it was I close. like my course like mountain cold personally, but mountain cold refreshment. It's made to chill regardless. Yes. Podcast business. You know what I like about Coors Light? Mm. Real quick before the ad, is that every once in a while their PR team will just drop cases of Coors Light on our doorstep. Yeah, we got some this week. I know we got some this week. Like this is the best sponsorship we've ever had because it's, it's kind of like warning. the reverse of the dad in Angels in the Outfield, where he's yeah. just gone, and you're like, when will he come? When will Dermot Mulroney come back? I think it's Dermot Mulroney. Uh, in this case, Coors Light just just shows up and he's like, hey, hey, son, I, the Angels stink, but I still love you because the Angels so, do stink. Sometimes people wonder what it's like to have a sponsor, and sometimes that sponsor is just um, we pay you to say words on our show but we're still a terrible company at heart even the products that you pay for hi at&t um but what that it's been like two years they're not listening it's to this. fine it's fine um and 
Can I tell you a true story? Mm-hmm. Somebody who works at AT&T reached out to us after they heard about all of our internet troubles at the start of this offseason. I was like, you know, hey, you used to sponsor the show. We should help you out. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Can you help us figure out what's wrong? And they ghosted us. Yep. Maybe that was their honest answer. Can but, you yeah. help us out? This is, to me, this is the best form of sponsorship where you just get you just get beer appearing on your doorstep with no pattern. It's just like, hey, have a great weekend. Yep. Um, anyway, Corey, uh, I appreciate you as a sponsor. I know that you believe in us. We just have like two podcast business items that are literally about the business of the podcast, sort of. That's a little uh, weird. First. Take it slow. Let's ease them in. So Jason's on here, but he asked us to let people know that... The Watch Grid will be available on for free on his Substack. Ryan, Jason, what's the Watch Grid? JasonKirk.fyi is the Substack. Holly, your father is the biggest fan of the Watch Grid, is he not? <laughs> You're the one who should explain the Watch Grid. <laughs> this is an important part of your family. The Watch Grid that Jason puts together, that Jason has put together for uh, years, uh, is is to me a tool that's as important to the football season as LSUFootball.net. Um, lsufootball.net will tell you when the games are, but Jason will tell you what the games are. Uh, if you've never seen the watch grid, it is a handy dandy dispatch handed out once a week during the college football season that explains which games you should definitely watch, which games you should consider watching and which games are, as Jason puts, well, it's football. And my father, (laughs) my father, who is a man very much of his time, um, will print out the watch grid on, on, a, on a printer in his home and keep it next to him uh, in, in, his, in the good chair. Um, this is itinerary. Now, he had, he had problems for a, a couple of years where, uh, where the watch grid was taking an email newsletter form and he didn't know how to print emails. Been there. But, so just for my dad, I guess. Thank you, Jason. Jason has moved... Um, has moved the watch grid onto Substack, and I'll tell you something about Bill. Bill can print a web page. <laughs> Bill can print this shit. Out. Like most of us, Bill got his start at SB Nation printing out web pages, um, and I'm in full color, by the way. So you get the red, you get the yeah. red, yellow, green in the grid, and also every week, just to add an extra layer to it, you asked, and so you're getting the whole story. Yeah. When it is done, when he has done it for the week, he will take a picture of the printed out watch grid and send it to me with a little, with like him doing a thumbs up in the corner. Not an emoji, with his actual hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, so anyway, I did it. There's, there's <laughs> never been, no, it's more like, I'm ready, troop. Oh, okay. You? And, you know, it, that's his game face. I'm um, doing anyway. my part. There is a there is no greater uh, cross generational uh, college football tool than the Watch Grid, and it returns to us this year. Is Jason not merciful? Um, if you are tired of great inflation, sure we all are in this country. The Watch Grid is for you, because let me tell you what: unsparing. There will be sections of just it's football. Mm-hmm. This is not yeah. a place. This uh, is not where... graded on a curve of okay, the top five yeah. games are watchable. No. When yeah. this is a weekend where you can go and acknowledge your family or show up at a wedding or do yard work all weekend, you can trust Jason to tell you so. Uh, the other piece of uh, podcast business, Shut Down Fullcast After Dark will be returning. Ah! Uh, that's right. For the 2023 season. It will not be back week zero. 
we because we've don't never know where brought it back week zero. Nobody panic. We've never done it in week zero. It, we, yeah, we it's just nice. It's just nice to know. You know. Um, no, see, people and, always panic. We've never done it in week zero. And um, we don't know where it will be. <laughs> so listen, let's let's talk. Uh, this this is not this is not a manner. Uh, this is not a matter of full cast being ill prepared. Y'all know what? what Twitter is doing right now. It's August twenty second. By the time the show comes out tomorrow, Twitter may be gone. Um, we have been we have been watching all summer, looking for stabilization in one direction or the other, uh, of of whether or not this thing should tilt or not. And we want to land the show ultimately where most of our audience can get to it. And you know, a lot of you have left Twitter, and we have less idea than usual of whether Twitter spaces would actually work. Um, everybody we used to work with behind the scenes there to see if we could, you know, break their website again with your mighty flow of traffic has been fired. Uh, no one works there anymore, but also we've never done this show on YouTube. We've never tried to do this show as an Instagram live. So what you're going to get in a couple weeks is either a Twitter after dark show that may or may not work, or us trying this on a brand new platform in week one. And if you were around for the launch of After Dark, you remember what that was like. So, uh, for once, this is not our fault. Here's y'all, what you y'all, know, y'all know what Twitter is doing. But what we can tell you is that just keep uh, keep in touch with our social feeds. Keep in touch with the four of us on um, the four of us on Twitter. Uh, all four of us are also over on Blue Sky as well, along with Cerber and along with the show account. When we figure out what we're doing, and the reason we're putting this off to the last minute is because Twitter changes every goddamn day, <laughs> and we don't, and it's but usually also, for the worst. Also, it's the most forecast thing to do. Also, it is the mm-hmm. most forecast thing to do. Um, it it would be the most forecast thing to just keep it there in the in the creaky, dark, spider-filled corner. Um, but. Anyway, when we know, you'll know. So just just keep up with us on social. We are doing this. What we can guarantee is that on Sunday, on Sunday, knock, knock. Not this Sunday. The next not this one. Sunday, but on, on Sunday of week one, there will be a recorded form of whatever we do for After Dark. You will get this in your podcast feed, uh, in the main shutdown full cast feed, along with the full cast After Dark feed. Uh, for those of you who just uh, just for some reason want to roll with that, um, so just keep keep in touch with us on social. When we have figured out what the fuck to do with this, because we do want to keep doing it, we love it. We know you guys love it. Um, the internet is just shifting beneath our feet at the moment. Uh, when we know, you will know. But you will have a recording of whatever we do, no matter what. If we end up having to just record a normal ass podcast uh, on Saturday night to drop for you guys on Sunday morning. We're going to do that. We would much rather have the live element because we want to hang out with you guys on Saturday night. We know a lot of people love it. Um, how else will we celebrate Indiana beating Ohio State week one? Seriously, how else? Um, but anyway, that's that's about where we are, which is to say we don't know where we are, but for once, it's not our fault. Don't yell all, at Ryan. All don't you have to server. do on midnight local time, the uh, a Labor Day weekend on Saturday, the night of Saturday, not early Saturday morning. Go to your closest Friday night. Go mm. to your closest Cracker Barrel, spin in a circle six times, chanting "Smooth Spencer, Smooth Spencer" with each rotation. And on the sixth rotation, Smooth Spencer will appear to you and mm-hmm. tell you where the full cast after dark is at that like point. Like a thaumatrope from hell. Yeah, I'll be nude. I'll be nude. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, that's don't worry. That's the only way to prove he's smooth. It's not sexual. Yep. 
But like you're if he's spinning, you're gonna hear like a you're gonna hear it flapping. And yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, how yeah. I feel about sure. that. Yeah, you're like, gonna be like Yeah, you're gonna be like weird bat. Weird stinky <laughs> bat coming for me. <laughs> Big bear bat. <laughs> like a bear, but a bat. Bats but are fundamentally shaved. always naked, but hmm. giant kinkajou comes for you. Albert, let me get weird. <laughs> Anyway, we love making half of our living on this <laughs> shrinking ice flow of a Nazi-infested website. The other half? Defense contracts. Hey. Is that not... What's wrong with being a war criminal? <laughs> <laughs> Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Remember the best vacation you've ever taken? Make your next one even better with Get Your Guide. With Get Your Guide, you can book over 100,000 unforgettable experiences in the U.S. and around the world. Want to see the Grand Canyon from a helicopter? They got you. Watching a wrestling match in Mexico City? No problem. Or how about a guided tour of Rome's ancient ruins? Wherever you're going, whatever you're into, book your next travel experience at GetYourGuide.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg. This is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Speaking of war crimes, I have some yeah. South Carolina news if uh, <laughs> that's breaking during the podcast that I think okay. is worth Again? mentioning. I don't, yes. I don't know what this is, so I'm excited. Do they know how this worked out for them last time? Mm, from Brandon Marcello, the national reporter for 247 Sports. Hey, Brandon. Uh, yeah, Brandon has some news for us. And I mean, when I say news, I mean earth-shattering news. Oh, no. Darude, the artist behind Sandstorm, <gasps> will hold a concert on South Carolina's what? campus before the Gamecocks host Kentucky on November 18. Oh, well, fuck yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Is he going to play more than one song? Probably not. <laughs> Can, like, just, can I have two hours song? of sandstorm? Just gonna be Eagles just covers. Remix? He's gonna Cotton Eye Joe. We're gonna get Cotton Eye Joe sandstorm. Yeah. Um, you've never heard Hotel California until you've heard Darude cover it. <laughs> I can you confidently will. say that South Carolina is going to fucking boat race the Tar Heels <laughs> because I drove to Columbia on Sunday and drove back on Monday and coming to Charlotte from where I am in the uh, Piedmont area of North Carolina and then coming back to Charlotte from the Midlands where Columbia is there are mm. billboards all up and down the side all up and down the uh, highway that say a sandstorm is coming to Charlotte oh, and no. it is that it is some of the most <laughs> badass branding I've ever seen okay, ever in my entire life how many people from Charlotte think this is about a mosque and are going to start burning the billboards now <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm on a podcast with Felder. I will not disparage Charlotte uh, openly. Oh, shit, He's not here. He ain't here. It's a cop town. He, cop it's town. a terrible, it's he a terrible place, and it's weird that he likes it, because we love him so much. I, it's not my favorite North Carolina city. It's not even in my top five, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> top five North Carolina cities. Go, server. Go. Top five. Uh, Winston-Salem. Hell yeah. Asheville. Yeah. Where's Wilmington? Wilmington is number three. Thank you. Um, is man. Biltmore a city? No, that's a- that's technically Asheville. That's just yeah. rich Asheville. That's Republican Asheville. But tulips, man. Yeah. Um, How about Mount Airy? No, Mount Mount Airy doesn't make the list. Jesus. Uh, you contemplate a great deal in the idea of a great North Carolinian city. Yeah. No, listen, Mount Airy is really cool. It's base. It's actually Mayberry. It's the real Mayberry, North Carolina. My grandfather looked just like Andy Griffith and was a security guard at the mall, and people asked to take their picture with him all the time. Sir, you're from the area. How old were you when you realized the name was not Mount Area like I thought it was? And it was just like, this is where the mountains are. And <laughs> this is where I'm learning it. So. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I knew that. I knew that from early on. I knew that everything in the um, show was kind of backwards. Like, they called it Mount Pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's actually Pilot Mountain, which is a really cool place here. We're fresh. Oh. Uh, uh, Southport would make my list, which is near Wilmington, and they mm. they film like a Nicholas Sparks thing there, so it's kind of lame for that. But mm. it's actually a really cool little town, and they have one of my favorite music stores. Wait, is it one of the Nicholas Sparks thing where there's inexplicably a ghost in there the whole time, and you're not supposed to know it? Maybe I don't know. I just know that my sister in law was like, "They filmed this here," and I was like, "God damn it!" Nicholas uh, Sparks do a Die Hard movie. Oh no. <laughs> Nicholas Sparks movies, as they go on, gradually become less and less relatable the more money he makes, right? This is haunted by the ghost of a man who was in love with not paying taxes. Yeah, he's on like, he's on like Knights in Rodanthe level money right now. Yeah. Did we get five? He's basically did we get, Diane Lane. Did we get to five? Uh, no, Boone is the number five. Yeah. See, Bo- Bo- Boone is my number one. Mm. Boone's number one. We've gotten some new listeners since then, so I will tell the story of uh, my high school boyfriend who went to his student orientation at Boone and met his RA when his RA came flying down the hall wearing a gold lame thong and angel wings and riding a skateboard. Boone is a terrific place. Hmm. Yeah. Boone is number one. Silva's number two. That whole Silva, Cashers, Western North Carolina area is awesome. Asheville's three. Uh, Y'all overrate Asheville. Uh, Asheville's like doable. It's too, it's when I rate when I rate Asheville, to be fair and to defend Holly a little bit here, I'm rating the Asheville that I used to go to because I don't okay. go there anymore. Not the Asheville that's like Austin aspirant. <laughs> yeah, I just you just can't find anywhere look, to eat. We're, look, we're hippies. Yeah, let's I'm have a, some top. I have friends a, that live there, so I usually get to like stay on the outskirts and not yeah. really get I'm, into it. But. I'm gonna put uh, Blowing Rock up there. Blowing and, Rock, very bougie. Yeah, they have, absolutely. What, you think I'm going to have a it's, bad time? It's bougie boon. Yeah, no, no, it's bougie boon. Yeah, no, you think I'm going to get the cheap foam pillows? No, baby. Yeah. This fat head needs a down. Ooh, what town has, let, dude, let's go, let's go blow past bougie. Which town, is, where's the old Edwards? Oh, that's Highlands. North Carolina has Highlands. some, okay, I gotta put Highlands in there, because North Carolina has some sneaky, excellent spas. Yeah. Anyway, we won't be in any of these places, but is it, can I declare right now that, um, I've never wanted to go to Columbia on purpose or by accident in my life, but this feels like our meetup for this year. At the Sandstorm. This is also the first game of the season in which it will drop below 90 in that stadium, unless it's raining. Two years ago, I swore I would never return to williams Bryce Stadium. Um, 
It is I a will, deeply I, unpleasant place, and I say that with so much respect. I will go back for Drood. Yeah. I'll break that. I'll break that claim. Do you know how powerful they're going to be? They're going to win like 58-0. They're going to be beating the hell out of anybody wearing anything other than South Carolina gear. They're going to tear chunks of concrete up with their bare hands. Mac's going to retire on the spot. Yeah. I've had it. <laughs> if so I hear that goddamn so song do- one more time. <laughs> they're doing this before the Kentucky game, right? Oh, I thought you said North Carolina. Oh, no, God, no, no, no. I think Server's saying they are powered up by this news and oh. will use it to oh. crush. Because I think what oh, will happen wow. instead is they will they will host Darude for this concert and then lose to Kentucky like 15-10. No, that sounds Something right. Just, you know, yeah, that's yeah, Cox. <laughs> Which is to say we're going. They, a South Carolina fan would be the first to tell you this, right? Like, hey, you guys are going to beat their ass because Darude's there. And they're like, nope, we're losing nope. like 17 nope. to 11. Somehow the punter's going to throw two picks. It's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> Unlike Tennessee, I've never seen a South Carolinian win a fight in a Kroger. And this game has big Kroger energy. <laughs> Put him in How a many years do you think they've advantage. been asking Darude? And he's finally like, oh, fucking fine. I will come oh. do your call. Oh, God like, damn it. Did, the, did his residuals expire from something? Could be. Um, if you're a Darude financial planner, please, uh, please contact us. financial planner. I hope he only plays new shit. I hope he only <laughs> plays new shit. When he gets in there, he's like, hey, guys, I'm really getting into Ambien. <laughs> or he just plays nothing but shotgun sound effects and sirens nonstop. For- <laughs> that would they be would awesome. Love that. That would yeah. be about- <laughs> 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 South Carolina anthem. Yeah, so sorry. I had I, you. You, you no, will thank agree. You. That was news. worth. That was worth interrupting everything and if stopping the worth, entire uh, show. Is there any new business? Is there any other new business before we proceed to the news of the day, which is our reader submissions? No. All right, uh, folks. Uh, a short time ago, upon the platforms of Twitter and Bluesky, we asked for your. <laughs> we've done this before, so let's specify. We asked for your boldest predictions for the 21 season. Guys, what do we mean by bold predictions? Do we mean accurate? Uh, they can be accidentally accurate, but yeah. they shouldn't They shouldn't yeah. be aiming for accuracy. The most, the inadvertently accurate are, are blessed are the inadvertently accurate here uh, when it comes to, when it comes to our bold predictions episodes. So I'm going to, I'm going to just read through a selection of these and, I would love to hear the assessments uh, from from our three person panel. Uh, I'm gonna grade uh, based. I'm gonna do grunt based grades if that's all right. Okay, all right. Uh, from reader Alexander, Florida will be better than last year and finish five and seven. Mm. No, don't forget, we have to grade these predictions both in terms of what boldness. we think of the prediction and the boldness of the well, prediction. I think it could be I think it could be an accurate prediction, but I don't think it's very bold given the trajectory of the program. So I'll give accurate but not bold. But Spencer, I thought Billy was figuring it out. He is, but this ain't the year. Okay. All right. Uh from reader Michael Gallagher. Alabama will win it all. That's that seems somewhat bold considering the rest of the conversation around that team preseason. I mean, I know a lot of people have basically been saying like, what "Oh, it's going to be Georgia and Alabama again," but I think it's kind of bold to say they are because 
it's a warning sign that they don't have a quarterback right now. It's um, which is fun because the rest of the West is. Uh, the West has kind of taken over as the the SEC East crab pots of old. Is that is that too far to say? Yeah, I it think is too far to say. A little it's bit. Bold, it's bold in the way that ordering seafood from a restaurant that's not known for seafood is bold. You I'm know, English casting there. Like, yeah, it's not like okay, it's ordering seafood in College Station. Sure. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna try this Wendy's fish sandwich. I bet it's good. But why are you quoting me? <laughs> Uh, reader Antifaldo says, New Year's Bowl, UConn. All right. Now I got to look at bowl schedule. Please hold. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Like, yeah, are you getting on a technicality? Because you're that's, like, oh, that's look, what we have to look at. That's what we have to look bowl. at. Hold on. All right, all right, all right. Goddamn you, Nick. From okay, so I'll go, through the, I'll go through the options. Um, the Relia Quest Bowl, formerly known as the Outback Bowl, can't take UConn. Would have to, uh, things would have to fall apart for them to take UConn. The Cheese at Citrus Bowl also can't take UConn. The Fiesta Bowl also can't take UConn. So, so now we are saying U- UConn makes one of the playoff semifinals or yeah, uh, yeah. one of these other bowls just completely breaks its existing contract. Bold as hell. Accurate, not at all. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Have we looked at UConn's schedule this year? Is that a thing we want to do right now? Not at all. Do, do, you, can ans- you can ask me that. Any day, and you know hey, what I'm going to say, Ryan. What, let's look at a yes. Di- let's look at a different okay. schedule because uh, reader wicked people suggest the return of nine Indiana. God, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. I, we're going to combine these two because now you have led me to this dark game. We are going to go through UConn's schedule and Indiana's schedule, and as the three of you have to come to a consensus as to if one of these teams is going to w- win nine games. You have to tell me which one it's going to be. Who do you want to start with, UConn or Indiana? UConn. Let's start with Skip. UConn because I love independence. <clears throat> okay. Opening game, home game against NC State. Then a road game against Georgia State. Home against FIU. Uh, home against Duke and Utah State back-to-back. On the road against Rice. Home against USF. Road game at Boston College. I'm on not the road making fun it. of you. This is too fast for me to try and count. Okay, I'll start. I'll start over, and you can. You can here, one of you decide. Spencer, you're going to count. Can we, wins can and we do the? Can we I do am, the up down as we go? I'm yeah, counting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, NC State. What are we giving that? That's chaos. We that's can't an L. count that. No, that's okay. L. Georgia State. Man, I don't know. Dub. FIU. Mm. Dub. Duke. No. Okay, two, two and two. Utah State. Is that at Utah State or is that at home? At at East Hartford. Mm, uh, three. Okay. Dub. Okay. Rice. Dub four. Yeah. USF. They're bad. Yeah. Five. Uh, mm-hmm. Boston College. Is that in Chestnut Hill? It is. I think that should matter that much, but okay. Yeah. Five. S- that's six now. I would take that. No, no, no. I don't take it. I'll oh, you're not. Okay, five. five. Okay. <clears throat> Tennessee and Knoxville. L. Okay. JMU in Virginia. L. L. I don't know. Yeah. The, come on. Dukes. Dukes. You know, win the Sun Belt. Can Sacred they win the Sun Belt? Oh, no. I'm sorry. I thought you meant that. Uh, sorry. I thought you meant that JMU was going. I had that backwards. I am pro JMU. Sorry. 
Sacred Heart. What? When? <laughs> and, so bowl, and, bowl. We're at and, bowl. And ending with UMass That's in Massachusetts. Win. Okay. All right, so we're okay. at seven, seven wins. So, you, so nice. in theory, you'll have to only stretch two to get them to nine. That Duke okay. game is up in the air. I don't think Duke is that good. You don't? I, nah, I, I mean, I really, I really like where this guy's going. I like, I like where Elko's going. Yeah, I'm, I'm not giving him that. If they flip one, I didn't have him winning at Boston College, which I think they could do. And then they need to flip one that doesn't. I think, I think they could take VC. I think that'll be fine. Yeah, and then they need a miracle for the ninth. They need yeah. NC State probably. Game one, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Game one where they come out and just go razzmatazz. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> NC State's like, oh, what? Shit. I lost. That's also a Thursday game, which feels very NC State to lose to UConn to open the season on August 31st. Anyway. It does, doesn't it? Indiana. This is going to be a little easier to start. Ohio State. No. Indiana not. State. Probably. Yes. Okay. Probably. Louisville. Ooh, no, huh. no, that's, they don't win. That's, okay, it, what if that's this is in the Indianapolis a, at Lucas Oil Stadium. Rivalry. Okay, Ooh. sure, sure. Ooh, I, I'm sorry, I forgot that Louisville had changed. I forgot it's not Satterfield anymore. It's they're not gonna, Satterfield. They're not no. gonna have this. Okay, so one and two, Akron. When? September twenty third. Oh, you mm-hmm. said when, not when. Yeah, sorry, okay, got you. All right, well, two and two, when, Maryland. When? Maryland. Oh. L. Okay. Two and three. Michigan. L. Two and four. L. Rutgers. Dub. Three and four. Penn State. L. Three and five. Wisconsin. L. Three and six. Illinois. Oh. That's this this might be the swing game. Uh, you know what? No. I don't think they could do it. No, L. L. Three and seven. Michigan State. Dub. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get some emails. Four and seven. Purdue. Dub. Okay. No. Even, even so, it's not even think? close. Like, if you're, you're, you're optimistic to win to close the season, Indiana is still only at five wins. So, you, you, by your own admission, you okay. think UConn is much closer to nine win territory. And I think you're probably right. I thought I was being pretty charitable. Yikes, and then, weird. if we it's have nine-win UConn, we're not really that far away from playoff UConn, are we? Oh, you see shit. how we slowly talk ourselves into January 1st UConn? Mm-hmm. We're, we're frog-boiling ourselves live on the air. Hey, let's move on to another prediction because I'm scared. UConn beats Tennessee. What? Why would that scare me? <laughs> Yeah, I just wanted to. You wanted, I just wanted you to know how no, I, I just wanted it. You I just wanted it to go in the Library of Congress. If a, D, if a DB, you want to see has, how I got these scars? If a DB has a football embedded in their chest and they stumble ninety-eight yards the other way and die in the end zone, that's TD, right? Listen, listen. We can joke about UConn, Tennessee, all we want, but I I'm not just, joking. Do y'all think I'm scared of that possibility? I just reminded myself today that UMass played Tennessee very close a few years ago with special assistant coach Chris Berman on the sideline. Yeah, and who was head coaching the other team? I think that's a butch year. You see my problem. Yeah, okay. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Extraterrestrial pterodactyl says, after a tactical masterclass by Brett Bielema sees the Illini sends James Franklin with that L back to Happy Valley, 
Jason Kirk opens a full cast after dark preaching the gospel of Luke Altmeyer. That's a little close to Harold Faltmeyer, and so I'm gonna say that I'm gonna I'm gonna arrive at this prediction. So I only have one. Well, no. Here is what here is what's bold about this prediction. Mm. Luke Altmeyer is a quarterback, and so you're saying that Brett Bielema is going to ah. beat Penn State on the shoulders of a Mississippi State transfer quarterback. Extraterrestrial pterodactyl, is it possible that you leaned a little too far uh, into your schematic well just to make a Bible joke? Because if it's true, we respect it. Yeah, fair. That's what Jason would have done. It is. It is. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, this I'm going to read it because it's funny. From John Sequitur, Georgia Tech decides to fire back up the nuclear reactor on campus, and there is a mishap while installing the fuel, irradiating the last full practice before the season begins. The resulting mutations create an unstoppable team that rampages through ACC play and still loses to Georgia. Super right. mutants could run the triple, to be clear. All right. Dimitri mm-hmm. Dorless, this next one is genuinely hilarious, and I, I want to see it happen because I want the headlines. I want the discourse. Pac-12 misses the playoffs one final time as a 6-6 six and six UCLA knocks off USC in a defensive struggle. Yo, that could, I oh, want it. Yeah, no, no, I no, want no, it. No, 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 no. Not the I defensive struggle part. That part, that's, no, the, bo- that's, the, that's bold the bold part. part. That is that's the bold, bold part. part. I didn't say it was likely or I didn't say it was likely or possible on this earth. I said, I want it. Yeah. Give it to me. Do you know what a dick move it would be for USC and UCLA to play a major for role Chip in Kelly. In, fi- in like destroying the Pac-12's last hope at putting a team in the playoff? It I guess that's maybe better for the listen, rest of the Pac-12 than pick USC. Pick two programs more less likely to trash hotel rooms on their way out of town. Fair. <sighs> Man. Yeah. So bold defensive struggle, accurate high. I give that high accuracy. <laughs> you think UCLA is going to beat USC? I, 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 I'm saying how's this? I likely? want this to happen. Okay. Yeah, likely. And I only say this because USC could lose. All right, USC will likely win most of the games on their schedule. Yeah. USC Super is also capable. USA USC is also capable of losing any game on their schedule because of what their defense is. This is and and again, this is the bold predictions game. This is not. We are not trying to be canny. Nobody has a fucking clue what's going to happen in any of the chalkiest games on the schedule. This is about desire. It is. It is a little surprising that Alex Grinch got retained at USC, right? Mm. Like the way, especially in those last two games. We need the Floyd because what happened there? Because he was the guy for well, so long. Floyd's right Wazoo. here. Floyd, uh, what do you what do you think is the story of Alex Grinch's arc? Wow. Never thought about it like that. Thank mm-hmm. you, Floyd. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think a lot of people are saying also, hey, USC got Bear Alexander. They've got a couple of good transfers. I don't care. I've never seen a Lincoln Riley team with a good defense. Mm-hmm. I don't really care who you have over there. And frankly, like the perfect game plan against them is what Tulane did. Mm-hmm. I don't know if everyone remembers how funny the Tulane game plan was, but it was literally hang around until they need to stop. They won't get one. That was it. It was, it was, they did not lead in that game until the final drive. And then they scored and won the game. And that's what you have to do with them because the points will be infinite. Um, you could say, oh, Caleb Williams was injured in that game. Was he playing corner? 
Was he was he a linebacker trying to tackle anyone out of no, the backfield? He had cusses on his knuckles. He did have cusses <laughs> on his knuckles. That's why I call him old Cuss Knuckle. Oh, that's a great. That is a great nickname. Um, um, here's badass. another one that's just based purely on desire. Jimbo fired after Vols hang fifty burger on the Aggies in Neyland. I already called. The, I already called that one. I, said, like, Some bitch go make it I, I, think that's I haven't a, been to a game. I haven't been to a Tennessee game in like eight years. So, I, this is the closest I've ever come to actually wanting to go to one. So that game comes. Oh Jesus! Right after they it's host not a Alabama. Good, it's not a good point in the schedule for that. No. No. If if that happens, <sighs> I mean, yeah. Well, let's see, we'll have to see if Alabama can snap Tennessee's streak first, but you know, I. I, that is bold. Um, I think the, the you think bold it's part, bold that that tennis. Wh- which part? The Tennessee Hanks. The bold part is that they firing? would fire him after that yeah. game. Okay, <laughs> that's the bold part. The fifty is not. And I think if I just said three words to you, or four words to you, you would probably understand how bold that is. And that would be interim coach Bobby Petrino. Does it have to? All right, let's do this. Does it have to be Bobby? No, that's just the funniest outcome. Like no, who? it might be one of his other offensive coordinators. Like, oh man, the other choices are not great. DJ uh-uh. Durkin, nope, uh-uh. shouldn't do that. Uh-huh. Look at shouldn't all the head coaching experience in that room. There's Steve one Dazio. person that definitely uh-huh. shouldn't do that. Just among, uh, I know we've talked about their secret Santa, but just like a genuinely unpleasant group of guys to share a van with. Imagine the bathroom. A lot of men who store stress in their colon. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> I'm going to blow right past that by bringing in WPF suggestion. Somehow, Stetson returned. <laughs> okay, so I want to go back to answer. I want to answer this one by going back to the last one. There's a cocoon situation here. Oh, wait, where, cocoon the movie or cocoon the scientific thing? No, where before, if Jimbo is the scientific thing, where oh, if Jimbo. I'm less before, interested in it not being cocoon the movie. Where to survive the winter, Jimbo is fired and Bobby Petrino is appointed offensive co- uh, interim and then becomes head coach. But he understands he has to delegate play calling, so he hires Jimbo Fisher as offensive coordinator who then becomes interim when Petrino is fired the next year, and then they just keep they just keep and coaching him. And you not possibly be improved with the addition of Steve Gutenberg. I didn't I say that. I wouldn't do that okay. to Steve. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah. I liked him on Party Down. Yeah, he's in great shape. <laughs> um, so, yes, I, to, answer, to answer that. <coughs> oh, here's a fun one from Brody Logan. All the exiting teams are deemed ineligible for the conference title game. Good lord. <laughs> they should do that. that. They should absolutely do this. Yeah. That'd be so funny. We're ruining everything. Let's put our whole hands in the batter. <laughs> the, the problem is, in the Pac-12 at least, you don't even have a majority voting con- <laughs> control anymore. So the exiting teams could actually vote the opposite. Mm. What Which, if they, oh the, man! The, the, oh the no! Pac- Cal's not going to make really the Pac-12 championship. Should they vote no because they don't? Want, is it? No, it's not still there anymore. In in a prior in a, a long ago year, I would have counted on them voting not to go just because nobody wants to play in Santa Clara. Santa Clara, but. yeah. <laughs> is it in Vegas? Is it in Vegas? That's, that's why yeah, I yeah. said prior year. Yeah. But thank you yeah. for joining us on the shutdown full cast, um, I might. I really want to go to the Pac-12 championship this year. Hey, do you guys do know you, what Harbaugh's first game back is? Rutgers. Hmm. Yeah, it's Rutgers. <laughs> yep. So does college football guy who says Rutgers upsets Michigan on Harbaugh's first game back. 
That's bold. Can we talk about Greg Schiano? I know we don't want to. But like a lot of things. Greg Schiano has not done a goddamn thing since he took the Rutgers job again. And they sure did passionately want him there. This is the number of conference games that Rutgers has won since he returned. He returned in the COVID year. Three, two, one. That's Blast off! <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> Knights don't belong on the moon. Oh, wait, Moon Knight. Yes, they do, actually. Never mind. <laughs> what you see is decline. I see is countdown to liftoff, baby. <laughs> Rutgers, is, Rutgers is the true space school. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. Rutgers is about to soar, baby, like only oh, a guy God. on a horse can. It's like, I am... They keep I sliding, know. too, like place-wise, fifth, sixth, yes. seventh. Yes, and, and like, oh, man. Enough bad things have been said about Rutgers that we don't need to... Uh, Let's add a few point. more. Oh. But um, if Greg Schiano can't fix it, uh-oh, what's plan B? So you might go, hey, but maybe he's getting it done on the recruiting trail. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't, but sure, you might. One might. But yes, person, person I just made up. You definitely say he's getting it done on the recruiting trail. Currently being out recruited by Wake Forest, Houston, Duke, Vandy, UCF. Respect to UCF. They saw Rutgers encroaching on the space territory right now by the way for 2023 being out recruited by headless northwestern at 47 he has five years left headless body in a topless conference (laughs) to to recap craig shiano when hired by rutgers and i don't think i don't remember i think he was he maybe defensive co-defensive coordinator at ohio state before that might Mm -hmm. not have had a job yeah he was a co-defensive coordinator for the team that iowa hung 50 on okay Rutgers gave him an eight-year contract. Eight years of Greg Schiano. We're only through three of them. Mm-hmm. Well. Yep. Also has a house on campus. It's like built out of a little slice that they basically annexed. It, Shiano what basically happens, has like Baba Yaga's little... house, and he can like make it run away on its chicken How legs. many princes have you slain today, coach? <laughs> <laughs> Sit down, Greg Shiano's house. I have recruiting news. <laughs> Just runs away. Bark, 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 bark. Oh my God, Jason Aldean is Baba Yaga. I got to question my heritage. <laughs> is that all the bold takes we have? Oh no. Okay, oh no. Okay. I just ran across the most upsetting one I've seen yet. And the, only, the only comfort I have is that it's going to upset Spencer even more. Oh God. Lad McConkey, Heisman finalist. See the look he's coming I thought you were going to come over the desk. I didn't write it. I want to preface what I'm going to say. Reader usual Cal wrote it. I want to preface preface what I'm going to say with at least five like preconditions for understanding this. Lad okay. McConkie's a great athlete. <laughs> Lad McConkie's done nothing wrong. Watch, watch, listener. As he, Here we go. I absolutely, as he I, as the peels I, back. I absolutely hate that this is possible. <laughs> How is this possible? How? If. Carson, all right, so if Carson Beck uh-huh. manages to be as good as Stetson Bennett and in the passing game, right? Like he's, I don't think he's going to be as good in the whole 
run game moxie, et cetera. But if he's a productive passer, mm-hmm. he's going to need a guy who's going to be his Hunter Renfro, if you will, right? His, his dude who's his outlet on every single pass. Now, normally that'd be Brock Bowers, but Brock Bowers is, is going to be absolutely double covered every single time he goes off the line. That's not going to really limit a whole lot of what he can do, but it will leave somebody open. You know who it's going to leave open? Fucking Lad McConkey. And I'm going to have to say the name Lad McConkey, which is a real name that a real person has. It's going to irritate me for no reason. None. He's done nothing wrong. I'm the problem here. Okay. From Pre-Game Empire. Miami, Ohio beats Miami, Florida and immediately starts an NIL fund called Death Wallet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I love it. Death Wallet is 100% a Nicolas Cage film. 100%. One one that he made in like 2017 when the bills were really hitting him. Made out of iguana skin. Shot live in Bulgaria. You're like, wow. Poorly CGI'd Buddy Hackett co-stars in Death Wallet with Nicolas Cage. (laughs) Ah, what you doing? (laughs) You Um, call it a Death Wallet? I can't listen. Listen, I know that it, we can say this about so many games, but I, I I think it would be really hard to find a single game on the schedule that would I can think of one. But I I'm not sure there's another game that would send another fan base into an absolute fucking internal feeding frenzy than if Miami lost to other Miami. <laughs> Parenthetical <laughs> Miami. Miami on Miami crime. It would it would absolutely rip South Florida to shreds. The only game that I think comes close. If Auburn starts the Hugh Freeze tenure by losing to UMass at home, <clears throat> that's going to be bad. It's going to be quite bad. But even that, I think, probably doesn't touch Miami losing to Miami losing the rights to Miami. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Absolute man. shit show. If if UMass if UMass beat Auburn, it's God's plan. Sorry, it's God's plan. Let's see what else we got in here. All right, I got three words for you from Noah Hikes. Bo Nix Heisman. Plausible. Why? <laughs> I didn't what? write these. I this is this is this not not yeah. Bold. This is not bold. This is not bold. First of all, I mean it's no. like um, not necessarily super. If they likely, already did but... the Times Square campaign. This isn't bold. I just why. I just, as the culmination what? of a journey, I find it pleasing. Why do we do the the ads in Times Square? Why is that a thing? I assume it's because that's where the Heisman ceremony is. I, I but it, it was, wasn't always. Like it even oh, that's okay. a relatively new thing. I mean, it is. I don't know. It is the obvious homage to Joey Harrington's. Like, yeah. Right. And since Nike effectively does in-house marketing for Oregon, it's probably an allusion to that. Um, why do they do it? I don't know. I've decided to stop worrying about how people spend their money. Like how large corporations... Nike, well, like, why did Nike do that? Why is Oregon doing that? I don't know. They're stupid. I. It's just... I, I, thinking about it, I'm just like, why would you sit down and be like, you know who needs to get involved in this Heisman campaign? Tourists going to see Wicked. That's who we gotta get on board with Bo Nix, Heisman <laughs> candidate. Loathing. So I was headed to... God, what is, what is a restaurant in Times Square? Bubba, Bubba Gum, Gum? Shrimp. Bubba Gum Shrimp Company. Bubba Gum. So we were going to. Bubba I've been Gums. on a date there. Was uh, it with your wife? No. <laughs> okay. 
Good. Was it recently, and do we need to talk? That, no, that's not what I meant. Us, neither of us. <laughs> neither of us. Bubba Gump adultery is like the worst <laughs> fucking thing ever. Bigamy Gump. Oh, Jenny, oh. no. <laughs> <laughs> she bubba on my gump till I shrivel up. <laughs> that's the worst YouTube thumbnail I've ever heard. Cucked at Bubba Gumps? <laughs> With your face like... Oh, looking. No, I'm upset. I got tased by my wife's boyfriend at Bubba Gumps. But yeah, so you're on your way to get tased by your wife's boyfriend when they're going to enjoy a nice uh, edition of Hamilton, right? And you look up and you go, oh, Bo Nix. I should definitely be more aware of Bo Nix yep. for Heisman because I'm yep. a Heisman voter. I'm a Heisman voter. <laughs> right. I'm going to be getting arrested by NYPD <laughs> after my wife's boyfriend was like, sir, leave us be <laughs> tasing me. The, the worst Times part Square. is he makes me pay the bill. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I like it. That's what I hate myself most for. Hope you guys have a nice time. Gonna it go is also a little funny because Heisman. it's like Johnny Harrington finished fourth in the, Heis- in the Heisman ballot the year that he got that, mm-hmm. that billboard. So it's like, I don't know if this is what it's fine. Bonex is going to do great on the lines. It's very outdated. It's like we need to send a cassette tape, a VCR, a VHS VCR tape, to people to tell but them. But the nineties are back, and it's so it's fine. That would be cool until everybody was like, "I want to see what's on this tape." Shit! <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go buy a VCR. <laughs> Let's see. Does Best Buy sell VCRs? Hold on. While you're doing that. I'm going to read King of Tides prediction, which is the Texas team with the best record will be UNT. I won't bet against it. That's only well, that's, the second what most What is UTSA's schedule? Yeah, the, the Roadrunners would be my primary concern there. Yeah, but notice none of us uh, are even entertaining the notion that that might be a problematic assumption for the Longhorns. Mm. UTSA has to play. UTSA has to play uh, in non-conference Houston Army and Tennessee, which is the real weird combo. Mm. They gotta play at Tulane. Okay, Mm, maybe. Mm. Okay, Uh, VCR at Best Buy. VCRs are weirdly expensive. I looked them up the other day because we were trying to find old weightlifting tapes on eBay. VCR uh, Best Buy will sell you a VCR cleaner. Which is just a, a VCR tape that you like put some goo on or whatever, and it will clean the VCR for you. It does not appear that they will actually sell you a VCR player, though. Huh. Uh, I've looked on Amazon and they're like four hundred bucks. So yeah, I think we should move this podcast to mostly VCR distri- distribution. Listen, I got listen, buddy. For sixty bucks, I can get you a Deu DVD VCR combo, the combo of the future. Blockbuster.com is still registered for some reason. That's a shame. Redirects. Wait, is the one at Gitmo still open? There's a Blockbuster at Gitmo? Oh, there's a whole like documentary about this. The last freestanding brick and mortar Blockbuster was in Guantanamo Bay. What? Then I said no, that. No, it's I'm in not, Oregon. This sounds like something I would make up. It's oh, in, okay. It's okay. in Bend, Oregon, the okay. last brick and mortar Blockbuster. Oh, okay. that does figure. One of our truly most psychotic readers of all time came from there. The Gitmo of Oregon. Hey, let's check in with reader Matt Berry, 
who says that San Diego State will win more Pac-12 games than Colorado. Mm, time to go to the schedule. Time to go to the schedule. All right, San Diego State football schedule. We love is it to count. is it more than one? We <laughs> love uh, to count. All right, I'm just going to tell you their their Pac-12 Are games. You September 9th, home against UCLA. It's a win for home. San Diego State. Okay. September 16th, a week later, on the road at Oregon State. Loss. That's it. Okay, yeah, so that's more. <laughs> yeah. So you think Colorado's not going to win a single Pac-12 game this year? Ofer. Ofer. They oh. are, oh my God, they are so small. Like, if you see them, like, on the field, if you looked at their fight, it kind of looked like a high school fight. They just have guys who, like, they got a lot of good dudes through the portal. They just have a lot of players who haven't developed yet. And they're going to get, like, I am, I've said it before, but I'm really terrified of what Utah could do to them. You know, I don't think Dion's going to make it. I just don't. I think he's just, that is just not the job that he thought he took. He did not know it was going to be this bad. Does anyone remember who Colorado, the single Pac-12 Colorado beat last year? Hmm. Ooh, here's a follow-up prediction from Cam Beck. Colorado has fewer than 80 active players in its roster by Thanksgiving. How many do they have now? Don't know. Probably less than that. Um, hold on. <sighs> Who did they beat last year? The answer is Cal. Uh-huh. Guess who's not on the schedule this year? Cal. The answer is Cal. Yeah. Um, so zero. Okay. Oh. I, have, right. I mean, that's the thing that's really sad is there are definitely a better football team after this offseason. And after Dion gutted the roster, they're definitely better. And they're still not going to win. Meaning the roster they had would have gotten even worse. Hmm. Okay. Movement. All right. Two more. Two more. Two more. Two more. Here's from Don. This isn't bold or reckless, but funniest to me personally would be Louisville getting exactly eight wins again this year. Mm. I, I would actually love <laughs> <the schedule>. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to steer us into this much counting, but this does seem... Counting is good. The first reply to this is twice as many wins as the men's basketball team. <laughs> Good God. Good God. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Little oh. schedule. Who's excited? Batter- okay, this, this is the last counting we have because the last one, I think, is just going to drop. I got, good, I got good news for you beak heads. All right. For your tooth, toothed bird Stop heads. It. Stop it. Birds with human teeth ascendant. Uh, Georgia Tech. Yes, that's the good news. One and zero. Uno. Murray State. Two and zero. Indiana. Three. Boston College. Four. four. NC State. Four. In Raleigh. Four. Four, baby. Four. four. Notre Dame. Four. Mm. Pitt. Four. Uh, five. Five. <laughs> okay. That pains Six. Six. No, 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 no. Virginia, Virginia Tech. Okay, let, let's do let's do one between Duke and Pitt. Okay. We'll go one and one with Duke and Pitt. So okay. five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Virginia Tech. Six. Six. Virginia. 
Seven. Seven. With a, it's just, they're so bad. Miami and Coral Gables. Eight. Eight. And, I, and I say. I, and I'm, then Lucy, Kentucky. You'll be like, Lucy, man. Dude, this is doable. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is this is totally doable. And you say like, oh, man, how's Miami going to beat them? And I'm like, do you trust Brome or do you trust Cristobal more in a situation where you're like, well, we got to make something happen <laughs> like in terms of getting that team in a position to succeed? That's the I. I don't, yeah, eight. I think they could do eight. Okay. Into okay. Am I or am I not the coach of the Louisville Cardinals? All right, you ready for the last one? Last one. All right, from the last one, Reader Ethan. This is this is genuinely upsetting, but I feel like it's our job to confront and answer the hard questions. Turns out Bobby Petrino was the missing piece. To, to a successful A&M run through the SEC. Is it bold? Honestly, I don't think it is. I really it don't. It sure is upsetting. If you just ask that like, guy to call it's, plays. It's funny. Like, this is, and this I, is something we have yeah. not confronted. We have not confronted this all offseason. All we have done is have all of our fun with how much this is not going to work, ignoring the looming specter in the room of how unfunny it's going to be if this fucking works. What? What do you think would make Jimbo crazier? Oh, another, absolutely this working. Another bad got year. Money either way. Another bad year or having to depend on Bobby. Dozens of columns about Bobby Petrino, football <laughs> genius, who saved little old Jimbo. Jimbo Jimbo's drive pl- this Jimbo boat. ascends to his place as a rehabber. Well, Jimbo could ascend to his spot now as uh the new rehabber of lost coaches. He takes it's over just like Saban, He takes over right? Saban's just school like Saban. for wayward boys. I I think there is a scenario where West Virginia file, fires Neil Brown. <clears throat> A&M is better with Bobby Petrino. And Jimbo hates this so much, he goes and takes the West Virginia job. He cannot fucking stand it. With all that money, yeah. Yeah. Yep. If West Virginia as a university is still standing at that time. Which... They offer three courses. Oh, huh. I, I think... I don't. No, they have to have four. One for each letter in STEM. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, science tickles. <laughs> Energy. But haven't we learned and meat and mountains <laughs> and Morlocks? Meat, mountains, Morlocks. I got your meat mountains right here. <laughs> 